Hello, I'm Sabrina. I'm Michaela. And welcome to the Life's a Joke podcast, where we talk about how we navigate the unexpected curveballs life throws at us, as well as how to remain lighthearted throughout every situation. We hope you find the content helpful, humorous, and relatable. So today we are going to talk about 2020 and all the lessons that it taught us and everything we've experienced, our thoughts on most of the events that happened in 2020, and also what 2020 taught us about God. I feel like 2020 was the year that I can just call the greatest teacher and everything we learned from that year, we can apply to this year. So I'm actually very thankful for it. And me and Michaela will just talk back and forth about our experiences going through the global pandemic, um, going through losses and gains, and just everything we've learned from those experiences that were painful and pleasant. So we hope that you can relate and learn a little something from it as well. So 2020, oh my goodness, what a year. Like so many things learned and missed and lost and yet gained. Um, And I think it was just a year where you learn to find joy in the little things again. (laughs) Um, Everything had to slow down. There's no longer like the hustle and bustle, like day-to-day life and going to see this person and that person and doing this and that. Definitely. Um, I mean, it it taught me personally that perhaps I'm not an introvert (laughs) because before, you know, quarantine and lockdown, like I personally considered myself an introvert. I just I like being around people or, you know, people that I knew, um, but I very much valued my time at home and like just resting and like recuperating. And like, that's just kind of where I get my regeneration from in a way. But it taught me (laughs) I'm probably not an introvert and it was like an introvert's nightmare. So because I was like forced to stay mm-hmm, home totally. or maybe I'm a, what did you call it, Sabrina? An ambivert or you're like both. Ambervert. Yeah. I think I'm definitely, I think I'm that then because day after day inside seeing the same people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I live with my family. I love my family, but sometimes you just need new faces, need different faces. You need <laughs> honestly sunlight and the beach and yeah just different things but definitely like now I I find joy in like pouring a hot cup of tea and like starting my morning slow um I mean I still work and I still go to school but you know there is quite a lot of time that was spent at home and so slow mornings were nice and cooking breakfast and stuff so that was definitely a blessing definitely and I agree with you on that like It's funny how whether you're an introvert, ambivert, or extrovert, it seems like the pattern is with quarantine, you change to the opposite end of that spectrum. In most cases, like most people I've talked to. But sometimes the introverts, they're thriving. They're like, yes, I don't feel guilty about not going out. You know, I don't feel pressured that I have to go out and socialize. Um, And, you know, that's good for them. For me personally, I've always identified as an ambivert. Even though some people have told me like, oh, you're introverted. I was like, honey, I need people to wake me up because like I'm a naturally very tired person. But I also need that alone time to myself, mainly when I'm tired, like after socializing. So I need a good balance of both. And I think it's important because we're not meant to do life alone. Um, 
Like if I didn't have people I can trust and good friends, I don't know where I'd be today. But yeah, basically quarantine just taught me how to just appreciate the simple things in life. And I'm always a person that's just easily amused by everything, simple or not. Um, So I don't think that was a problem. And I actually needed to slow down. Like it was a blessing in disguise because I was in a job that wasn't good for me, like not good for my physical health. Every time I'd come home, I'd be drained and the hours just weren't good. And the environment wasn't the best as well. It was like lots of germs and I'm a germaphobe. So coronavirus allowed me to quit that job after like a week and a half, which sounds like lazy, but it's like, you know, it's important to know what you need to devote your time and energy to and what you don't. But with that said, I feel like I was just so relieved when... It was it was March 13th, my birthday. I remember I celebrated like for the last time in a while. I went to a restaurant to eat. And when I got home, they were like, oh, yeah, coronavirus is declared a global pandemic. And instead of fear for me, I was like pretty relieved. Like I hate getting sick, but I wasn't really afraid because I knew I wanted to be careful anyway. But I was just relieved that things were shutting down for some reason. I think I just went so hard in life, like from kindergarten till the end of college last year and I just needed a break so that was a much needed break for me but I feel like it was a blessing like God was protecting me through this event he was protecting me from being locked in in a job where I'd be miserable and I would be overworked and stressed out physically and mentally Um, but also he taught me to just rest in him because I felt like you know when you're going so many miles an hour sometimes you forget to spend time with God and you forget to pay attention to the things that actually matter in life. And I was kind of losing sight of that. So it really brought me back to spending time with God and prioritizing that as well. Um, Michaela, what do you think was the hardest adjustment being at home? Like those first couple weeks of the pandemic, what was the hardest for you? Oh, boy. Um, hmm. There were a lot of hard things. <laughs> like if we're just being completely honest. But um, for me, it was just worry. Um, you know, because literally everything got flipped on its head. Um, I was one where, um, my job got put on hold and so I wasn't working for a little while and I was just a little stressed because you know me, Sabrina, mm-hmm. like I have worked two to three jobs you are always <laughs> um, at a time, at a time like, <laughs> since the beginning. Yeah. Much on your plate. Yes. Yeah, since the beginning of college, I've always been one to work and study and just juggle all of these things. And so now all of a sudden, like not having, you know, a, mm-hmm. a job to go to, I was like, oh Lord, I need help. <laughs> it was just so weird. But you know, it was, it was nice weird as well because I could kind of slow down and, you know, I was yeah. definitely very stressed. <gasps> so just being able to like rest at home and, you know, that was nice. But I think the biggest thing for me was just not just not knowing what was going to happen. It was the mm-hmm. the loss of predictability. And that for me was just the biggest thing because I'm I'm very much a person that like I have things planned out and like I execute them and you know, I know the steps to take to get to, to the place that I want to be mm-hmm. and Everything was very predictable. I knew, you know, this was going to happen next and that was going to happen next. And so just the loss of that forced me (laughs) to trust the Lord so much more. 
because all of a sudden school was in the air and my work was in the air and, you know, I had family members that had mm-hmm. caught COVID at the very beginning of this. And, you know, the news was like the worst thing to watch oh, at the time yeah. because it was all like death and like right? second you catch it, it's a death sentence. And I was like, oh, and, you know, that was before you know, the science and everything came out. So, of course, I was kind of worried and, like, sad and, you know, just kind of wondering why. But, yeah, God did a work in me, though, <laughs> throughout all of that. Um, I don't think I've prayed so much. No, same. I agree. I think the unpredictability was the hardest thing for me as well, even though I loved being able to relax and not wake up early for once and not really have anything on my plate for a while. It's still like, okay, what's going to happen tomorrow? How's the state of the world going to be? How many more people are going to die? And like you said, the news was such a negative thing to watch. I mean, it's good to know reality and most of reality is not pleasant all the time. But it's like when you're constantly filling your mind with that and not with the things that lift you up, like, you know, good people, God, the word, then obviously you're going to get into a pessimistic mindset and just staying at home won't be fun. So I think God definitely taught us like because me and Michaela, we love being in control. We love um, setting goals for ourselves and just running after them. But I think he taught us that, you know, no matter what goals we set and how hard we try to get there Mm -hmm. and no matter what we expect, his plan will always prevail. And it shows us that we need to trust him and rely on him because we can't trust in ourselves or in the plans that we make. Because ultimately, like, you know, if they work out, that's great. Awesome. But if they don't, it's not the end of the world. He's still in control. And when you can trust in that, then you have peace Mm -hmm. that the world can't give, that you can't give through yourself, you know, by accomplishing everything. Because honestly, it feels great when I'm in control of my life and when I can make all my plans work out and try for things and achieve what I want. But that doesn't always happen. And it taught us like and 2020 taught us that we have to be okay with that because that's just life. Exactly. And like we we've never been promised, you know, just because we're believers, we've never been promised a smooth sailing, like this is your best life now oh, yeah. mm, <laughs> kind of thing. That. Oh no. Right. Like <laughs> where, cause how do you, how do you grow then? Um, and I think the first thing that comes to my mind is James. Like I love the book of James, uh-huh. um, but just James one, chapter one, verse two, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Amen. That's just one of the verses that like, I had to marinate on because, man, <laughs> 2020 was a struggle. <laughs> Yeah, honestly. And for so much more people than other people, especially those who don't know Christ. Exactly. So just being in that situation, it's so important to just remember that we're allowed to go through things for our ultimate good. If everything was smooth sailing, there would be no growth. There would be no mm-hmm. spiritual growth, mental, nothing. Like there would just be no growth. You know, we like to work out. I mean, I try to work out. That's also one of my resolutions. <laughs> but if you think about it, Like you have no muscle growth without struggle. Like you need to lift some weights to build your muscles, right? And that's painful and it's a struggle and it's hard, but you come out stronger. And that's the attitude that I had to take with my faith. Well said, man. Like 
I love that verse that you mentioned because yeah, we're supposed to constantly be growing in our faith so that we become complete, lacking in nothing. And of course, we're always going to struggle because we're human. We're not perfect. We're not God. We're not Jesus. But every day is a chance to get closer to God and to grow in our godliness. So we can't do that unless we have trials that will test us. And trials are always painful. A big misconception people have about Christianity is they probably think, oh, because God is all powerful, he makes the Christian's life easy. And sometimes, you know, I'm tempted to want to think that because I do value comfort. I try to make my life as comfortable as possible. But, you know, no matter how hard I try, no matter how hard anyone tries to be in control of their life, whether that's their finances, their comfort, whatever it is, God still has a plan and God can still shake things up. You know, he doesn't always do it to punish you. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like when you sin, when you do things that you know you shouldn't do, you're going to reap the consequences, the obvious consequences. But sometimes God allows you to go through something very painful so you can grow your faith and your reliance on him. And so you can learn something about yourself and how to become a better version of yourself and reflect God's glory even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that this pandemic definitely forced us to look inside ourselves and see like, okay, without all these things that I was looking forward to, without my goals and plans, because some like a lot of us couldn't achieve what we wanted to this pandemic in 2020. Exactly. And it's like, without that, what am I? If you don't have God, literally, you are nothing without your accomplishments or whatever. Because a lot of people, they put their identity in that stuff. But it showed us that our identity needs to be in Christ, not in ourselves, not in what we can do, not in our career, our wealth, our status, title, whatever. It has to be in Christ because ultimately those things that aren't Christ will pass away, but he is forever. So I think just spending more time with him being forced to have a lot more free time than I'm used to just helped me to see that, wow, I do need God. Exactly. So yeah, 2020 was <laughs> an absolute joke. Like it literally came from left field. Like no one saw it coming. Yeah, no one saw but, everyone. They made their plans. They talked about in 2020 is going to be the greatest year. You know, like when the ball dropped. Right. Okay, right? They're like, yeah, Right. <laughs> Yo, and then like we're laughing because it's like, haha, that didn't happen to any of us. I know. Okay, do you remember like where you were um when the ball dropped or like what you were doing for New Year's Eve? I do. 2019. Yeah. So I yes. So every year my family has some friends, like church friends, and they have people who are my age there as well. So we go to a party and it's in Long Beach. Um it's just a really it's a really fun party. We just catch up, talk, eat a lot of food. Chinese food, lots mm -hmm. of Chinese food. And we have little dance parties in the small garage. And then at the end of the night, we watch the ball drop and we do the countdown. Oh, and I remember cute. when it dropped, we had like the little apple cider glasses. Yeah, mini little wine glasses filled with apple cider. <laughs> and we would just like cheers each other. And we're like, yeah, 2020, a new decade. Like, it's going to be great. I mean, for me, I wasn't really having expectations of anything because I just try not to have high expectations mm -hmm. of anything just because I know life can go up and down and I've experienced mm -hmm. that but a lot of people like you know on their Instagram post they're like 2020 is gonna be the best year and it's like haha you know even if I posted that I would be laughing at myself right now I know right 2020 taught me a lot about myself that I wouldn't have gotten to learn if I didn't slow down and have to sit with mm -hmm. myself yeah so it also taught us that we should not expect 2020 also taught me that my expectations should be low so I can literally just count everything as a blessing. Like being able to wake up and like 
go to a work like that's a blessing like you know what I mean um just the little things like being able to see a sunrise is a blessing just everything like I think I just appreciate life a bit more because I was so distracted Mm -hmm. yeah so distracting because it's just like go 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 Mm -hmm. all the time like I barely and you know me like you like barely saw me because I was juggling so many different things um but now I can actually like put my energy towards things that matter or you know school is starting up and I'm working again but I'm just being more intentional with my time because that is not my life like that's not what life is and so yeah it taught me that like my expectations should just be low because I mean I deserve like nothing so just set that bar low and anything that comes to me I just count it as a blessing and something to be grateful for and honestly when you have low expectations you are way more thankful for so many things that happen in your life than if you're only chasing after this high achievement because I mean I've been in that other position Mm -hmm. a lot a lot of times um I want a certain thing to happen like at a certain time and it's kind of out of my reach. And when I don't, you know, when it doesn't happen, I'm disappointed. But then I miss everything that's worth paying attention to around me and being thankful for, like a simple walk in the park. The fact that I have legs and arms to move around with, the fact that I have eyes to see the beauty and everything. Yeah. And that it's just it's helpful for everything in life too um even when it comes to relationships like set those expectations low be filled with grace towards people because you know that they're human and you're human and just set the bar low and you're good to go (laughs) so much more thankful yeah definitely before this I had high expectations of a lot of things of myself and for a lot of people as well but this just taught us we are so fragile and life is so fleeting Like, you know, you see all those deaths on the news from COVID. Some people were perfectly healthy and they died. Some people were so young, like under age 20 and they died. And it's like, wow, what would happen if someone I loved and cared about was dead tomorrow? Or and then like when you think of that, it makes you think like, wow, I can be gone at any time, too. So then it just makes you want to appreciate everything in life, no matter how big or small. And it makes you want to treat others with more kindness and give more time to them because you know that life is temporary. I think the pandemic reminded us a lot Mm -hmm. of that as well. Because literally the theme last year was death in many, in many regards, like on the news, Mm -hmm. you just hear about all the time you hear about family and friends dying from the virus or whatever. And it's just like, we just need to be more loving towards one another and check up on people. Checking up on people is so important. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, God is sovereign. He knew it was coming. And yet, still, he was faithful and steadfast. And mm-hmm. it just reminds us that, like, ultimately, like, this is not our home. And our greatest hope is in Christ. And that's where life is. Like, we can make plans. And then God can be like, no. You ain't doing that. <laughs> like, I had planned. I planned to get a Disney pass. Okay. Do you remember that? Yeah, we were talking about it like a couple months before. You're like, yeah, we're like, yeah, March 2020, Michaela's going to get her Disney pass. We're going to live there almost every day. And Literally. Like, we were planning to spend almost every single day in the summer going to Disney, eating the food, yeah. running around, like, <laughs> going on every ride, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, Disney girls. But nope. And yet we have to be okay with exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and just just use every situation and loss or whatever difficulty 
um, as a means of like furthering faith and trust and sanctification. Um, Disney is not a necessity. Exactly. It is something that I deeply wanted <laughs> because yeah. I love Disneyland. But it's okay. Like 2020 was the year of finding joy in the little things. Exactly. It, to- it taught us to look somewhere else for that joy. And number one, that's in God. And number two, it's just in the simple things around you. I was also looking forward to a lot of things in 2020, early 2020. I had a piano performance that I prepared for a lot, and it was to help these students take an exam. And I would play the piano with them. They would play a different instrument. I practiced a lot. I gave up a lot of my time in 2019 to practice. Like I would not hang out with people to practice. I would sacrifice some of my time to practice and my sleep. And then it's like, didn't happen. And I was actually really sad about it at first because I was like, oh, man, I wasted so much time, blah, blah, blah. But that just shows you, too, that you can't expect something to happen because, you know, in the future, you can't expect something to happen 100 percent in the future. Tomorrow is not promised. Exactly. One of my parents' friends, he actually leads funeral services from time to time. And I remember at one of the funerals, he said, love one another today because tomorrow is not promised. And I was like, wow. Wow, that made my heart like softer towards other people too, because it just shows you how, you know, you need to take time for people. You need to take time for what matters in life because it could be gone tomorrow because it's not guaranteed. Yeah, like Jesus even says, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will have enough troubles of its own, like if we even get a tomorrow. So it just, I think the pandemic taught us too, like we can't be so worried about the future. We just have to take it day by day. Yeah. Just take it day by day. I remember like when all of my um, classes literally overnight moved to online and I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not an online learner. Like I, especially with nursing, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like we would have, it's like, how can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> we would have like 12 hour Zoom clinicals. I'm literally sitting on my butt, in my room, at my desk, on a camera for 12 hours. I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) But a lot of people, they they don't like online school because like their home situation is distracting or just not good and supportive for online learning. Um, Or it's just not their style. Like for me personally, I love it because I like I don't like going to classrooms, but that's just (laughs) me. But for something like so hands on, like nursing. Mm-hmm. That must have been really hard. It was like the hardest thing ever. And I was like, how am I supposed to <laughs> learn skills? How am I supposed to do just all these different things? But I ended up getting through it, right? Mm-hmm. 2020 also taught me to be, be flexible and to be moldable and to just roll with the punches mm-hmm. because that's all that you can do. And just try your best um but yeah I was I was struggling like I remember <laughs> I would call you and I'm like Sabrina please pray for me like oh yeah my classes are so hard oh, as it is and like my wi-fi I'm having yeah. issues with my wi-fi because um normally our wi-fi is a1 like oh, in yeah. the house like it is bomb but for whatever reason my room in the house is like the farthest from the I don't know. I don't know. The router. What is it called? The router. Techno- the router. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it's the farthest from that. And I guess trying to run so many different um, like programs on my computer as well as the Zoom for 12 whole hours, like it was just draining my computer. And so um, it, it was just difficult. And like I would have issues with tests and stuff because suddenly my Wi-Fi would kind of cut out for a second. And it's always like around 430 in the day 
and we would have class from two to five. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> why? I know. Like, why? <laughs> but um, it just taught me to be flexible, roll with the punches, just do what I can, and just exactly (laughs) with quarantine too it's funny because everyone got into the trends like tiktok i think it was like tiktok first and then those little instagram tag things on the stories and then um yeah so it's it's really cool like what people did to make themselves busy and make themselves laugh because ultimately we need to laugh in life oh yes i made a tiktok i never posted it (laughs) everyone go follow her She's oh, a very good no. dancer. I have a TikTok, but it's really like strange, so don't even ask me for it. Yeah, but I remember just what I loved most about quarantine is just trying so many new things, like new hobbies. Um, I got back into skateboarding, which I need to do again. It's just cold outside. I just developed a lot of new hobbies that I wouldn't have gotten to develop if I was still going full speed like I was up until 2019. So I think I'm thankful that God just allowed me to see a different side of life and to further my interests in many things. Yeah. What about you, Michaela? Did you develop any new stuff? Oh, yeah. I I did. I became a little baker. It was great. I was baking bread. I was baking um, and like actual like yeast bread where you have to like wait a couple hours and it has to rise and you have oh, to wow. pound it down you again. Time. You know, the you dough. Time. Yeah. And then let it like rise again and then pound it down one more time. And then, you know, I was making breads, biscuits, um, cakes and like cookies and brownies. And it was just really nice. I turned into like a little baker. I should have taken more photos, but you know me, like I'm really bad with social media and just taking photos of things because I like to be in the moment more whenever I'm doing it. Like it's just not, Mm -hmm. it doesn't come naturally to me to like pick up my phone for everything and to share everything that I'm doing during the day that's one thing that I think for 2021 like if I bake a really pretty cake like just take a photo of it because like it's cute and memories but yeah so I turned into a little baker and then I started to learn French please don't ask me to say oh, anything wow. right now because I'm probably gonna butcher it okay, no so hi. everyone knows hi <laughs> someone someone who's French is gonna watch this and come for you so just don't do I it just- but yeah, so I just picked that up and then I I dance a lot. I dance every single day. Really? Every day? Yeah. Dude, how I come you haven't shown me these videos? I, because I don't <laughs> like, record it. Oh, but yeah, I right. do. I dance every single day and I dance to like different music and like different cultural music and whatever. Like it's just just things that like make bring joy what is it what is that Marie Kondo thing things that spark oh, joy this, spark, this one sparks joy, this joy, does yeah. not spark joy. <laughs> I got into self-care yeah. too that was another big thing like I've got a whole three shelves of like self-care and like body scrubs body butters and body sprays face masks and Korean skincare and I just I got into it so that's when yeah it's it sparks joy for me that's good yeah and it's great I loved seeing people post what they were doing to entertain themselves in quarantine um i love seeing what people turn to like what their interests are it's so fun definitely taking care of yourself was a big thing i feel like i wasn't really taking care of myself when i was working a lot working in a job that wasn't really good for me so this definitely gave me a lot of time to catch up on sleep that i needed i remember i would go to bed at like 3 a.m sometimes 2 a.m wake up at like 1 p.m Obviously, I don't do that anymore because I work, but that was a good time. I do miss it. Yeah, for me, I think 
it's just really nice. I felt like it was a break that the whole world needed. And I know I don't want to be insensitive and be like, I'm thankful for coronavirus because obviously any sickness, any pandemic is just not good in general. But because I know a lot of people lost their loved ones, they went through sickness and hardship more so than other people, um, or they weren't as fortunate to mm-hmm. be financially okay at home or their home environment wasn't good. So my heart goes out to those people, but it's just like, no matter what situation, we're all going to go through hardships. But it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like the whole world was just going too fast. And so it was kind of that reality check that everyone needed because I my pastor was like, oh yeah, a lot of people are searching christianity or something about god on google and that started as soon as the coronavirus pandemic got worse so they were they were searching for something some kind of security and if i didn't know god i'd be really scared honestly Mm -hmm. i would be scared because i wouldn't know who's in control and i would think that the world is just spiraling into further chaos and it's going to end badly but as christians we have the hope of heaven Mm -hmm. we have the hope that god is in control all the time And he knows everything that's going on in every single person and all around the world. So we have that hope. Mm -hmm. And I think if I didn't have it, I don't know how I would have gotten through this pandemic. And we're still in it. So, But now that we're still in it, I don't feel as fearful as I felt when it first started. Mm -hmm. Same. No, yeah, same. So yes, tons of lessons from 2020 that we're carrying to 2021 and we're not promised that 2021 is going to be any better like (laughs) it could be like roaring 20s but not for a good reason (laughs) exactly no people are like i can't wait for 2021 as if the last number just because the last number of the year is changing as if coronavirus and everyone's problems is going to go away in 2021 but that's not the case because life is a roller coaster you go up and you go down exactly So lessons for 2020 um, that we are carrying into 2021, keep your expectations low and count everything as a blessing and to be thankful for. Um, Roll with the punches. Like life is not promised to ever be smooth sailing. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, yes, 2021, the number changed at the back of the year. So suddenly, like, you know, it's going to be a game changer and it's going to be so much better. Like, mm. Or it could not. Or, you know, it could be a roaring 20s, right? The decade of the 20s, um, but not for a good reason. (laughs) So just focus on the Lord and being thankful and just knowing that we were never promised a smooth sailing life. We never promised for everything to happen and be predictable. That was something that I learned. Be okay with the unpredictable. Life is is unpredictable and you cannot think that you have complete control at all times because we don't ultimately we don't we don't have control so that's the biggest thing that i'm taking it's like life is unpredictable and i'm okay with that i can make my plans mm-hmm. god can say nope Slaps <laughs> it out of something the way. else yep. <laughs> and be okay with it yes i agree this Last year was so hard and we learned a lot of lessons through our pain and trials, but we ultimately grew from it and learned from it. And we are going to continue learning this year and using what we learned to further grow ourselves and our faith. So mm-hmm. so with that, that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening and please look forward to the next one. Bye.